welcome, welcome to, to I Love That, that. <laughs> the Bachelor Podcast. <laughs> We got the name right. We got the name right. I, think I, they almost, know. I almost miffed it. I think they know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm Do- Zach. I'm Wade. And what are we? Doctors of brainology and depression. There, you, there it is. Um, we have been reviewing The Bachelor for an entire season again. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and uh, this is the finale. We're combining nights one and night two because. Mm-hmm. It didn't need to be two nights. Yeah, those those in studio shows are mostly commercials anyway. All commercials. We don't get a lot of reveals. No, no. Um, and uh, Peter's season is finally done. Dear God, we <laughs> we limped across the finish line. We really did. It was such a non-ending. How how have the last three bachelors managed to not just pick a wife? Yeah, like this. Remember when the show used to end with a proposal, and then we would sit the people on the couch and, and talk just to talk them about it, and like, yeah, oh, well, maybe what, maybe we're broken were up, or yeah, like, what are you doing? What are you? Are you you dating long distance? You moving in together? Like, but now it has to go wrong, and the last episode has to be kind of a behind the scenes like expanded look at the breakup or yeah. the or whatever the it, fallout of your it just now every time has to be one of the most exciting events one of the most shocking and controversial that none of us knows not even peter but yeah peter is probably in the hardest situation of his life that's right wade that's what they said yeah he's probably in the hardest situation of his life. And you were speculating that it's the showrunners that they like changed the showrunners last year or the year before. Yeah. So one of the producers name was Elon. Um, and he's a super cool dude. And, uh, he's just traveling. He's got a wife and I think they're like expecting and, um, he cooks a lot of food and eats a lot of food. Mm-hmm. But I, he's. The, I don't. We can skip some of these details. Yeah. Like. But he, um, he is credited in some circles as like the reason why the show was so good because he was a good enough producer to make everyone feel, you know, comfortable and like actually get a good story. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he had in the edits or whatever, but since he left, and I think his last season was uh, Ari's. Okay. Somewhere around, around there, and then ever since then, it's like taking a real dive. Yeah, and just a, you know, you know how sometimes when like a, a plane loses pressure and then it has to nose dive down, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but you're like you've been drinking a lot, so you have to like uh-huh. do a roll to land the plane safely. And... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's as if your like pilot goes out every week line dancing. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> drinking. Yeah. I think that might be a problem. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good segue to get us in here. We're meeting Peter's family in, what was it? Alice Springs, Australia? Australia. That's Just all I got. in the middle. Just right in the middle of Australia. Quite literally in the middle of nowhere. But this middle of nowhere, the outback, reminds Peter of love. Yeah. <sighs> It reminds me of hell. Not that I've been, but it looks, it just like, I mean, the flies, yeah. the wildlife looked terrifying. Yeah, and this is pre uh, wildfires. Oh, man, that's right. As well. So I think we can pin that on ABC too. I was looking this up on a map. Apparently, uh-huh. from like the nearest coastal town, it would take you a 24 hours to drive to Alice Holy Springs. Fuck. Like, that's how in the middle of nowhere it is. I mean, it's, you know, it's not nowhere, but I think it only exists as a, oh my like, God. as a way station moving things from one coast to the other. Like, it's oh, just wow. there. It's just there because you got to have a town or a gas station or something yeah. in the middle. 
But this, this, yeah, the location made zero sense to me unless they wanted people to be hot and jet lagged and disoriented and mm-hmm. getting eaten alive by bugs. While Which they... is a good theory that you were coming up with there. Yeah, because I don't know. The powers that be have not been kind to this cast in, in any capacity <laughs> at all. Yeah. Not the dates, not the editing. So, so yeah, we get to see Peter's family. Bud's family. Yep. Bud. Oh, Bud. <laughs> If my mom called me Bud that gratuitously, mm-hmm. I'd probably have words with her. So his dad's name is also Peter. Is that what this is about? Like, Oh, is that right? It's like a junior, so oh. there's no confusion at home. I don't know this. I'm just I'm speculating. Oh, I like, don't know. Could, but regardless, yeah. at a certain point, you got to stop calling uh, your 27-year-old son Bud. Bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, unless his name is Bud, you had that chance. Yeah. You could have named him Bud. Bud's a fine name. Yeah. It's like Dick. <laughs> it's a good, strong name. Huh. And then what? So, uh... Sorry. It's like trying to think, should I... Yeah. Should I... We just go back and I'm forth, sorry. or... I, I was thinking about other names. <laughs> Same. Waiting but... to see if you were going to say other names. Let's just leave it there. All right. Um, here's my takeaway. His mom sucks. Sure. We'll have plenty of time to okay. cover the many reasons why. Well, let's see. First example, when uh, Hannah shows up, mm-hmm. mom sits her down and is like, I haven't met you. I literally know nothing about you. So shut up. Here's what I want for mm-hmm. my son's wife. And then she just starts like making demands. And it's like, yeah. whoa, I thought you were going to like get to know her or ask about her. But it's like right to what, not even what Peter wants, but what you think you want for Peter. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. real weird, vicarious uh, living through the sun Yeah, in like totally uncompromising, selfish ways. Well said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hannah Ann just does a lot of, I love your son. I love your son. Mm-hmm. I love your son. When I look at Peter, it's like looking at my heart. Yeah. She was like a real champ. She really She was a real champ, yes. They didn't let us get to know her the rest of the season. She was into him. Mm-hmm. Like heavy. Yeah. And she's like she kept her head on her shoulders, like she didn't get crazy or I mean she cried the one time, but that, you know, then again, like of the few times we spend time mm-hmm. with her, mm-hmm. like all we got was like champagne gate and that dinner date where she cried and then walked away and came back and we don't know what happened. Oh yeah. But that's when she was like, I think I'm falling for you. Yeah. Why would they even spin it like that for us? It's just, it's just bad attempts at causing drama. Yeah. For, like cheap. It doesn't help the narrative or mm-hmm. the enjoyment. And then, uh, then we get Maddie. Mm-hmm. And they have to have a talk beforehand. An alleged three-hour talk beforehand. Yeah. Um, which I imagine uh, sounded like this most of the time. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. I don't want you to go. I love you. I want you to love me. They were really hamming boom, up boom. the like heartbeat sound effects. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I don't even think they were from the mics. I'm, Not I'm beyond. I don't believe this show. Not I'm, at all. They got it from a sound effects yeah. uh, library. At a certain point, they were they were they had it somewhere else, and they were doing slow beat heartbeats. Hmm. And I was like, "Why are you layering that in? Like it's a, like you're on the fucking Enterprise bridge, <laughs> you know? And you need beeps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and like it's weird in their conversation. I distinctly got the sense that like. The, the body language is like X's, you know, Maddie's clearly mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. very like wounded or hung up on what happened. And Pete keeps trying to like get in her face space and mm-hmm. she like puts a hand up. And then when he tries to kiss her, she like, like she did not want to forgive him or be physical with him yet. Yeah. There's still so much like weight on it, which, you know, I'm glad she figures it out, but I just thought it was, it was like really yeah, weird. That, like, it's astute. Kind of obvious at this point that she she ain't the one. Your family doesn't like her. She interrupts your mom. She keeps talking about like her expectations and yada. Like it's to a regular person, mm-hmm. it should be. I guess she's not the one. We're not compatible. Mm-hmm. But Peter likes the chase. I think that's all he likes. Yes, he likes that it's going to be hard, and mm. I think he's finally rebelling against his parents. Here's hoping. I think it's weird too that uh, I don't know if if Maddie is playing a game. If this is all like some what kind of game stunt? 
Oh, I don't know. Just to like prove a point or to extol the virtues of, you know, religious women and their right to be firm in their beliefs and not let society shame them into being more it's a lot promiscuous. Of like, yeah. No, no, for sure. I mean, whatever. Like, clearly the girl like sticks to her values and respects herself. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, this point of being one of the final two. And then turning the tables on Peter to like, now you need to convince me mm-hmm. that this is worth like investing in mm-hmm. right before I meet your parents and presumably don't see you until the proposal. Like a little late in the game for that kind of power yeah. move. <laughs> should have done that earlier. Yeah. And maybe should have been up front because I think he would have assumed that you were fine with whatever's going to happen on the show because, you know. You signed up for the show. Yeah. However, uh, Peter's whole, you know, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not sorry. Mm. You know, if he really, really cared and wasn't a little horn dog, you know, Mr. I go line dancing every weekend (laughs) to pick up chicks, I guess he wouldn't have fucked those other girls. Yeah. But it seemed like he was more intent on having sex with mm. other girls than choosing Maddie. He wanted both. Yeah. You know, it's one of those times when you, uh, you know, you make a cake, right? And you have like a, a chocolate layer and like a, a, a white cake layer on top. Uh-huh. And then, uh, but you only use vanilla frosting. So mostly it just tastes like a vanilla cake. Yeah. You know? You had to have done, like, two different cakes. And, and, and you know, you're only going to get one cake here. Mm-hmm. You can't have you can't have both cakes. He's, like, he wants to have sex with all the cakes. Yeah. Yes. He wants to American pie these cakes. Mm-hmm. And that, but them. then he couldn't eat them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and have them. And have sex with them. Yeah, I mean, why not just cut... I mean, in this particular instance, why not just cut one of the cakes in half? Cut them both in half. Mm-hmm. Use one half of each for, you know, sex, and the other half to eat. We're talking about the women, right? I was talking about cakes. Okay. Yeah. I was talking about, like, the magic trick where you... Saw a woman in half? Yeah. How... Take take Hannah's top. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. And... That works. It does work. That works. Case closed. Okay. Um, if you if you think you have a better idea, you can email us <laughs> at I love that bachelor at gmail dot com. Yep. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, parents, there's don't. some nuance to that that I enjoy. We don't need to discuss it on here. Okay. Yeah. I I'm just gonna be. I got lost. Oh, okay. I got lost on the cake metaphor. That's okay. <laughs> well, I know that was kind of my point was to give you a metaphor that didn't matter because mm-hmm. that's that's the meta metaphor Ooh. here. That it doesn't fucking matter. It's what this show deserves. It's, it's, you know, I'm just speaking the truth of this show. Um, I hope that didn't blindside you. It didn't. Although we get the definition of that word. Does when, she uh, give the definition? Hannah G. Uh, kind of. Huh. She goes through her whole, like. I saw an Instagram post of Hannah Ann and Hannah G hanging yeah. out together. And I was like. Was it just Team Hannah? Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. Fuck Maddie for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw, I think it was like a Reddit post. Someone pointed out that, uh, you know, if you really wanted like that Southern Belle beauty queen named Hannah, but also someone with religious values and a real interest in college sports, uh, that's what Hannah Beast was. Should have just gone back. She was the combination of the two girls you couldn't decide between and, and blew it with this season. Yeah, and as we find out, um, can we get to there? Can we go? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I just want to say go I think ahead. it's go hilarious ahead. that Peter's brother is so concerned about his line dancing party uh, addiction. Yeah. Like, is Peter a party boy? Like, is line dancing a When I think of partying? clubbing, I don't think of... Line dancing and, you know, Miller's. Yeah. (laughs) It's really weird. It's really, really weird, this whole thing. And then basically he's like, but Peter, but Peter, 
you like going to country music clubs and having sex maybe once a week with random girls. What makes you think you can be with Maddie? And it's like, yeah. well, presumably he wouldn't, you know, be going line dancing to pick up chicks every weekend. Yeah. And I was I was reading people saying, well, like, you know, how's he going to make it to church then on Sunday if he goes out Saturday night? And in my head I thought, why doesn't he just go out Friday night? Yeah. And furthermore, does it have to be every weekend? Can it be like a special event? Don't you want to stay with your, you know, your wife somewhat, mm-hmm. especially in this early phase? Yeah, I'll do you one more. These are like early 20s people problems. Yeah. That I've seen on a couple like reality shows that uh, I think Love is Blind had the same problem where it's oh, like yeah? the people that got buried are like, well, how are we going to like, you know, go from being single and partying all the time to suddenly being married? And like, I get in the real world, you get a little time to kind of, you know, you party Figure a little less, you hang yeah. out with your partner a little more, you move in together, all that yeah. stuff. But like the fact that these people are that you know i got no problem throwing around the l word to multiple people and having sex with multiple people and proposing i you know to one of two people and i don't even know which one it's gonna be but the idea of like how am i gonna not party every weekend and be in a committed relationship like have you dated anyone before have you had a girlfriend before yeah you just do it less or you do it with them or you do dates or you go out and do it anyway and just don't try to pick up chicks while you're doing it. Like, Well, yeah, that's so the implication many ways. is like maybe just don't go out and pick up chicks. Yeah. Because that seems to be the heavy implication here is like, mm-hmm. hey, Peter, you're a little free with your sexuality and you like to pick up girls at line dancing. How are you going to do that with a potential wife? And it's like, yeah. well... Isn't that the goal to maybe go find a potential wife so you don't have to go out clubbing <laughs> to find chicks? And if you just like going line dancing, then why not bring Maddie? Mm-hmm. Why is this such a problem? Yeah, like roll it back to the like, what do you mean you're getting married? How will you date women? <laughs> you, that's something that you do. Are you like, yeah, you just stop doing it. And now I'm thinking that Peter probably is bringing his weekly line dancing conquests like back to his parents' house that he lives in uh-huh. to like hook up with them overnight. So Barb's probably like pretty in the know, yeah, of his promiscuity. Uh huh. Which I'll say is fine, mm-hmm. but it, it is more credence to the fact that they're not compatible. However, th- the point here is, but but Bud. How are you going to go out and have sex with other women? <laughs> you have a wife. <laughs> who's like religious and wouldn't be cool with it. It's like, well, I don't want to take a line from you, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think the line that they cut out from uh, Pete 2 talking to Peter uh-huh. is you can't just fuck other couples like our parents. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember if I had mentioned it before, but I, every time we watch it, like with my wife, I'm like, his parents seem like swingers. Yeah. When like, you told me, I was like, oh my gosh. Like the mustache, the like, whatever. They seem pretty like sexually liberated and they were banging in the car mm-hmm. and she, I don't, I don't know, man. I just get that vibe. And the way that Peter is, I mean, obviously you can read a lot from the way his mom acts, but that like I just love love and like free love and like what's wrong with just loving everybody and it's like yeah I I could totally see him being the result of like swinger parents who yeah. don't put a lot of weight on like sharing your body yeah that like love's just a word man like love everyone equally and indiscriminately like so much so mm-hmm. that it's meaningless um <laughs> yeah and you know I can't uh I I don't know but Maybe some of that ties back to the fact that he's a pilot and she was a stewardess. Mm-hmm. Aren't they, to generalize, a, an occupation? Aren't they a little freer? Isn't that the case? I don't know. I've heard that, I feel like. I've heard that they're like, making it up. They're like traveling uh, professions. Like if you work on a cruise ship or something and yeah. you're like hanging out in different countries overnight or whatever. No. Yeah, you're probably just a little more like, I'll just Free. make friends wherever I wind up. And Yeah. I watched Below Deck the first season. And it's very much exactly like that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. I just think it's funny. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Yeah. So his mom cries a lot. It seems performative or manipulative. Yeah. And his mm. mom cries a lot for Hannah Ann. 
mm-hmm. which was a fucking turn for me. Yeah. I was like, what? You're crying for Hannah Ann? That's not what I was expecting. After just meeting her. And they, uh, yeah, I think we were all expecting it to be Maddie because she's mm-hmm. like, she's in your wedding photos, you know? Yeah. You already met her. I assumed that you'd have some favoritism for her, but it's it's as if they never met her before. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> but, bud, how are you going to go line dancing, bud? <laughs> and something else. Something else that kills me. And, like, the same thing happened to Colton when it's, like, it, it's becoming increasingly apparent that him and Maddie aren't going to work. Mm-hmm. That she's getting cold on it. The family's like, nope, red flag ain't going to work. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to kiss you. You've lost the spark. It's, like, it's over. But Peter, as did Colton, is like, what What do you mean? Like, you mean one of my bachelorettes doesn't pick me? Like, that's... But I'm the bachelor. Like, I, I get my pick of any of the women. Yeah. And I feel like it's just that, like, you want what you can't have. And it, it totally. it's just, like, another aspect totally. of, like, the weird, whatever, if you want to call it, like, toxic gender. Yeah. Heteronormative thing that the show does. But, like... The gross just, thing... The gross thing is that imagine if Maddie had had the first fantasy suite date mm-hmm. and she said she loved him and that she didn't want him to, you know, bang other chicks. Mm-hmm. He probably wouldn't have. Yeah. You know. And so why didn't he go, hey, do you love me? Because if you do, well, I guess that's kind of a weird spot to put someone in. Now that I'm saying it out loud, but like, do you, and if you don't, and if you do love me, I won't go bang these other chicks, which obviously sounds weird, but it's mm. the fantasy sweets week, you know? Yeah. That's something that should have been had. But every time he was like, can you explain it to me? Like I'm five when you say you don't want me to be intimate with other girls. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. He, that willful ignorance was like, what do you mean I can't have sex with the other girls? It's fantasy sweets. Chase Rice, the singer? <laughs> the, 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 you mean the, you mean the guy that I just met? That Chase I just Rice? I that guy. Wait, hold on. Slow down. You dated Chase Who? Rice. The Chase one, Rice. The one that we just met? That Chase Rice? <laughs> you know what? That really was great branding. Good for them, dude. Good for him. <laughs> no, but like... It just it reminds me of that I think you should leave sketch of like the just when what? when you're caught in stupidity or a lie just keeping like what? Well, I don't why what are you what are you saying like what are you talking I about? I don't understand you. What is going on? What? <laughs> <laughs> and I, okay, does Maddie not drink? Is that why they're having sparkling apple juice? Okay, so I've read some speculation on this and it's because it was a holy site. Okay. So they just weren't drinking there. Great, great. Um, yeah, I could have sworn I've seen her drink before. Okay, that's I also fair. could I, be wrong. I just I didn't know. I was like Pete, like everyone's talking about compatibility here. Mm-hmm. Like she's a you virgin like- and she doesn't drink. Those are two like that's those are the two biggest parts of your life. I think. Yeah. Is if if she doesn't dance, you're fucked. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she's not for you. Literally. <sighs> okay. What? So then, Maddie. Maddie bones out. Taps out. Yeah. She's like, uh, we we aren't giving up, but I surrender. Yeah. Yeah. And then she leaves. And then, uh, I doesn't Chris come tell Pete? Yeah. He goes, Hey Pete. Hey bud. The girl you loved more than the other one just left. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? And then, so he goes on the date with the other girl and doesn't tell her that Maddie left. Yeah, th- that was weird. Well, yeah. And if we're going to give Maddie shit for holding the V card until the last minute, then we got to give Peter shit for not telling Hannah right away. Like, yeah, hey, he it's te- you. He like, tells her in the weird proposal in the second episode. Yeah, like the sentence before, will you will That's you what's so, me? dude, like, if can you imagine being in that situation? You're being proposed to. Like, you know you're going to be proposed to. Mm-hmm. And they bring up... The last girl that or that he was dating, and he's like, "Yeah, well, she left." So, but also, I choose you with all my heart. Well, yeah. you don't have any other choices. So, you, again, Peter's like professions of love are meaningless. Meaningless. <laughs> you know, they have to say yes, by the way, if they're asked. Really? Yeah, they don't. Really? That's something I had read as well. 
Wow. Yeah, I guess it's like in the contract. Like, if you make it that far and you get asked, you have to say yes. Wow. Um, you can break it off, mm-hmm. but you've got to say yes. And I imagine that. Ha- I, here's here's my thought process on that: is Neil Lane pays to see his ring on a finger. Sure. So it's oh, going you on your ring. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going on your hand. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I was sending Brittany. Uh, I was like, "Hey, look." the corpse of Neil Lane. And then I was sending her uh, Tales from the Crypt gifs. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a pretty good time. Yeah. It ended in, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, okay, they have their date at the kangaroo sanctuary, which is, that was cute. It was cute. Did you know they eat kangaroo? No. Well, I mean, they don't. I mean, I'm Australians. Is this like Koreans eat dog? Like, no, no, no. Maybe no. like a few Google. used to in the old days, but like, it's not a, it's not actually a mainstream thing. For the record, very few Korean people in Korea eat dog. It's it's pretty stigmatized, to my understanding. Oh yeah. But um, that's like a thing, you know, that you've heard, or you know, if you don't know a lot about it, you you just make the assumption. Yeah, no. Um, Australians eat kangaroo meat partly because they have an extremely giant population of kangaroos, considered far too many. Okay. Um, it's extremely healthy. Um, there's not enough grass and plants in nature for the kangaroos to eat. Okay, so it's like con- population control. Like no. they're just gonna starve anyway. So yeah, I don't think it's like Americans with our, our cattle farms. Mm-hmm. But I like think... with deer, they do that sometimes yeah. if they overpopulate. Yeah. Yet another in. I don't know. Kangaroos probably aren't invasive, but mm. just another species that uh, overruns this, you know, convict island. Yeah, what's up? Is, is there, <laughs> there just not enough predators in Australia? Like, I have no fucking clue. Just nature thrives there. Yeah. Frogs, mm. toads, cats, feral cats, cats feral huge cats. problem. Locusts. Yeah. Locusts. <laughs> I'm 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 next to certain that the air in uh, Australia like is toxic. Well, it would have to be by now with the fires. Oh, oh well, yeah. My joke is is that everything there's gonna kill you, mm-hmm. like so much so that even like the air. Oh yeah. Um. So I guess that is true now. Mm. If I don't know if we have any Australian listeners, I'm sorry if that was insensitive. Yeah. Uh, but even the platypus is deadly. The duck, the duck build? Yeah. That thing? The bill is poisonous. Really? Yes. Wow. Nothing there is safe. Everything wants... <laughs> yeah, nature wants to kill you. Wants to kill all of us. Okay, question on... Uh, I'm going to try to like steer this back on. Do you, do you think that Hannah like knew that she was the second choice? And was trying to yes. communicate to Peter that... like. It sucks that you keep saying you're struggling or that your heart is torn and like, yes, maybe trying to give him that opportunity to like, Hey, if it's not me, you can tell me, or if you're not sure, which is maybe you say what's really on your mind now and we can stop it here before it gets worse. I think it's twofold. I think it's one, she doesn't want to be, uh, let go on television. You Mm. know, she was scared of that happening. And probably because she was really into him. And number two, um, because if she did get picked and he and she felt that he was having, you know, inhibitions on it, she didn't want to lose that very special moment of her first engagement. Mm. And that statement of, I've got it right here, that statement of, uh, you took my first engagement from me. Implies that she was thinking she was going to have other engagements. Right? Well, yeah. The saying, you took my first engagement from... But, you know, like... I know what she meant. should have been first and only. Yeah. And even the way she was talking, it's like, I get to love you for the rest of my life. Like, she was so... She was... It's heartbreaking. She deserved better. (laughs) She did. I wouldn't be upset if, you know, in like eight years, she's, you know, Claire Crowley. Oh, for real. I think. Yeah. She's primed. If she doesn't ruin her reputation, she will be the Bachelorette in the next couple years. They'll give her a throw at uh, Paradise. Mm. Um, You know that uh, they were casting for Maddie. So. 
Oh, casting like bachelor, bachelorette. bachelorette contestants. Yeah, for Maddie? Oh, really. Um, so because I was um, I I've been doing some internet sleuthing, uh-huh. and there have been some posts of people who allegedly were going to be contestants for the Bachelorette, hmm. and um, a lot of them were told, eh, actually, you're not going to be a contestant anymore, and they're posting long sappy Instagram posts saying like. Hey, to all my friends who, you know, I said I was leaving to Los Angeles for an indeterminate amount of time. I just want you to know that uh, I'm actually still going to go. And I was going to search for love and, you know, go on this journey. And hopefully that in the end we find I find a, you know, beautiful, God loving woman from Alabama, like literally mm-hmm. saying everything about Maddie except for Maddie. Mm-hmm. So I think they were told that it was going to be Maddie, and then they were like, "It's not happening." And that plays into the timeline of uh, the second episode here, where they bring Maddie back, and you know Peter ends it with Hannah and all of that. Because mm-hmm. um, if you do like the math, and Peter says at one point that was like three or four weeks ago, so it's like early February was when all of that was going down. And I think they got like the, oh shit, well, he's going to kick it on Hannah Ann to go get with Maddie. Mm. So that gives us some time to cancel all of these contestants that we said to come out here. Okay. Because they would have just start. they would start filming like now if it airs in May. Yeah. You know, so it's really quite, it's like that choosing Claire and all that was super fluid and happening not that long ago. I guess that makes sense. And it makes sense in these episodes, too, because I didn't get a sense of time for when the proposal happened Mm -hmm. relative to, like, today. Yeah. Because I guess he hadn't seen... It was, like, two months ago. He hadn't seen Hannah Ann for a month. Yeah. When he, like, goes to see her. And then I guess they're saying three months since... So I think... This this final uh, Rose episode, or after the final Rose episode. Yeah, so I think he sees her... In January, and it like ends in December. Okay. Right. Proposes in December. Caesar in January. Mm-hmm. In that time, there. I think that's why they were so in connect in in a connection with Maddie, mm. because they were in Bachelorette talks, and I think that's what helped. Oh, this so whole when thing. Chris like is telling her about Peter and Hannah breaking up, yeah, they, they were already like chilling and. Like yeah, interviewing or whatever. Yeah, yeah and okay. basically going like, we kind of don't want another one of these fucking seasons. So mm-hmm. if you're still into Peter, now is your chance. Yeah, I think that's what was going on there. But well, shoot. Now I now I don't know what to believe because the play <laughs> would be to just be the bachelorette and get some good Christian guys who you're actually compatible with instead totally. of this like very emotional and broken, indecisive little like love boy. I don't know, man. Um, I, maybe she actually, you know, really was feeling it. No, she's I'll, still young. I'll give her that. Yeah. But I just don't know. I don't know either, but it's nice having a little bit of timeline. Mm hmm. So, yeah. yeah, after avoiding the spoilers for all this time. Yeah. Uh, so what do we get? Proposes to, yeah, <laughs> proposes to Hannah Ann right after saying, oh, and Maddie left. Oh, and we get that stupid reveal that they've been teasing the whole time of Chris showing up. You know, and you're, you're thinking it's going to be Maddie comes back or Hannah B shows up that we've been speculating for a long time. Yeah. And he comes and he goes, I've got something I need to tell you. And it's not Maddie, it's not Hannah B, but it's Hannah Ann might not show up. It's like, what? Might, might not show what up. the fuck like, do you mean, Chris? Yeah. Anything might could happen. What the fuck are you talking well, why about? Would you, why would you do that? Yeah. So I felt, I honestly, I felt pretty wronged with all of the reveals that they were teasing this whole season. Yeah. Except the barb one that no one saw coming. That no one saw coming. He's like, geez, what happened when he, uh, you know, Pete comes back and he's like, so I proposed to someone and she's just like already like Breaking. what hysterical, like who the fuck cut the, the chase and tell us who it is. He was purposely already. egging them on. 
Sure, they make you do that on the show. Yeah. But the second he said Hannah Ann, she just like started bawling and is like, let's FaceTime. I want to see my daughter, my daughter. Gross, dude. Madness. That's gross. Madness. It's uh, so weird and gross how attached she was. And I think she was only attached to her because Hannah Ann uh, was willing to be manipulated by Barb. I think so. Like, you know, and Barb was like, yes, yes, like, you'll move into our house, too. Yeah, like another child. You'll never Malleable. leave. You can, because why not? Why don't you live here with us? And that way the kids, you'll have someone to watch the kids always. In the meantime, she's slowly poisoning her food, you know, so that she dies in like 30 years. Do like a Munchausen thing mm-hmm. on her kids. Yes, like, yes. Yeah, I can. Yeah. What is it, Munchausen by proxy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Barb's evil but i wouldn't be surprised did you happen to watch that one hbo show that was that was focused on a mom who was doing the munchausen by proxy and then the girl's boyfriend at the time murdered the mom yeah i did watch that i forget forget the name too you know it's weird i'm seeing a lot more of this in pop culture oh yeah like uh sharp objects the hbo miniseries like that dealt with it briefly and I can't remember the name of the show. I'm watching something like right now where it, sure. it just happened. I mean, it feels like a product of helicopter parenting. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But but it, it 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 like it speaks to the idea of the parent not respecting the child, the child. as an individual and letting them make their own mistakes. Where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to use the child to get attention for myself or to live through their experiences. Yeah, it was Ma that uh. Ma. Was it uh, Octavia Spencer, the movie where she's like the crazy? Oh, I don't know. She I like she like befriends high school kids and like tells them, "Oh, you can party in my garage or whatever." But like, she's kind of nuts and like she has a kid Whoa. that she's doing that to that would be in high school. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's not a bad movie. It's, it's sure. like a fun little suspense thing. Okay, and she's great in it. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying, I, I'm seeing it a lot. Interesting. So if uh, if you don't know what that is it's uh yeah it's when you tell your kid they're sick when they're not sick and isolate them and control every aspect of their life for personal attention and sympathy yeah it's disgusting let your kids let your kids be free (laughs) we're doctors come on people let the kids go free (sighs) um yeah and then so peter confronts hannah ann and we get well here's my line Peter is a sad, pathetic little man who will settle for someone who digs him. That Mm. was before the proposal. Afterwards, um, Hannah Ann rips him apart. Yeah. How are you going to not talk to your fiancé for a month? Yeah, you can can text privately. What the fuck? Get on the phone. Who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, you don't have to sequester from each other until the show airs. And presumably, this was the... um, their first like honeymoon get together. They probably had other stuff to planned by ABC's dime. Yeah. You know, and it's the same, uh, Becca, you know, uh, and Ari. Yeah. Yeah. It's Um, just like that. Just not as successful. And I get it's a show, but if you make their proposal and you say all this shit about your feelings, like why, why do you then just let it like lie there and, and you know what I mean? Like rust. Mm-hmm. Like if you really are one to marry this person, like you have this wonderful, beautiful person who's like into you, like mm-hmm. nurture that. You, you can't just not water the plant for a month and expect. Yeah. And I get it. Like Unless it's mother-in-law's uh, tongue. Because mm. that plant will just won't die. I've been trying to see how long it takes for me to not water it mm-hmm. for it to start changing color. It's been like two months. It's an absolutely ridiculous plant. Which plant? It's literally called like mother-in-law's tongue. Okay, like I thought we were making a barb joke. And... No, no, I know. It's crazy. Wow, it's a hell of a plant. All right. Well, well, I, Hannah's no cactus. I killed a fern. She. Ooh. I have to make this uh, confession on air. We'll edit this out. <laughs> I can't be associated with a monster <laughs> like you. I killed a cactus once. How'd you kill a cactus? <laughs> I don't know. Good lord. Too much water, not enough water. You remember that cactus, by the way, from uh, the old office? Mm-hmm. Um, it's totally growing. Bigger? Yeah. Did you put it in a larger pot? Yeah. Nice. It's totally a real fucking cactus. It's great. Yeah. It's definitive. Congratulations. Thanks. Sorry. 
sidetracked by plants. See, we we, well, not not me. You you know how to care for plants. That's the metaphor here. That it was stupid, and uh, Peter gets his ass handed to him, rightfully so. Yep, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. She, Hannah, good for Hannah Ann, and Hannah Ann proceeds to dip into him even more. Yeah. The after the final rose. Yeah, just basically cutting into what his problem is is that is his words are meaningless. Like mm-hmm. they, they mean things, and that you need to, if you're going to say shit, mean it, back it up, and know what you are doing. And he's playing with people's hearts here. Yeah. And I don't know, just the way that she uh, left their their conversation when he came to her, and you know, I'm still struggling, can't do it, yada yada yada, and then where she's just like, okay, I'm done. Like, yeah. I Bye. don't. I don't have anything else to say. Yeah, because when we had to like watch the Ari and Becca thing, it was really upsetting that he wouldn't leave. Yeah, and that they were just like, yeah, let's just keep the cameras here for like a fucking hour yeah. of weird awkwardness where we're like being invasive and like violating these people. Yes, and it showed like a lot of maturity and dignity from a girl who I initially thought was very immature. Me too. To just say like, I don't have anything else to say to you. Bye. Like it doesn't matter. And then when she gets in the car and he pokes his head in, and she's like, just go. She gives him the it's hand. Like just yeah. She literally goes, talk to the hand, bud. <laughs> because, like, I don't know what Peter expects. There's like a... I'm going to speak as a doctor. Oh, please. I think there's a compulsion in a certain kind of guy that this never give up attitude grants you the right to be the sad boy victim about it. Uh-huh. So Peter's narrative won't be like, oh, I was indecisive and kind of lied to multiple women, mm-hmm. and then it all blew up in my face, where he gets to play like, oh, no, I really loved both of them, and I really tried to make it work with both of them, yeah. and ultimately it didn't work, so they rejected me. It's just that my heart's so big, and I tried to love them my way, but it didn't work. So, I don't know. Like that's That's like the vibe I got from him the whole time. And I don't know if he gets it from his mom, but Peter was doing a lot of crying and just like, it's yeah. hard. It's so hard. And it's like, sure, I'm sure it is. But is it? Go ahead. If we're criticizing the women for like, you knew what this was, you knew what you signed up for. Like, so did you, Peter. So did you, Peter. You, you fucking pick one. You That's how it goes. Yeah, you, know, you, you get no sympathy or pity for me. Is it like, is he, is he victim blaming? Is that what it is? Is he trying to make us feel, well, like, what is that? I think he's just playing the victim. He's not, like, blaming them. It's just like, oh, it's such a sad situation. Things happened. Things were said. Hearts got broken. And it's like, he's not taking responsibility for his hand That's what it is. He's not taking responsibility for it. And it's probably because his mom goes, it's okay, honey. She wasn't for Mm -hmm. you anyway. And Only positive. Let's not dwell on anything negative. Yeah. Then you fail to, like, learn or feel shame and guilt. And I think that's the problem from everyone on this season totally without like, uh, a doubt no one's looking inward <laughs> i don't need anything more from you you've done enough damage i feel betrayed enough and then she goes torn and conflicted peter all while i stood by your side while you selfishly couldn't let me walk away yeah nice well said hannah and then after all of that chris goes you all right and p goes mm-hmm <laughs> I'm gonna feel bad about this in a couple weeks. I, I hope uh, we all do a little bit. Like, whatever. He's, maybe he'll have been pretty thoroughly humiliated, and hope God willing, we'll learn from it. He does deserve to be dragged to the mud on this, though. I mean, if nothing else, just to get him away from his mom for like a couple months, like yeah, go get you some Move independence. Out. Like, draw yeah. some, make some boundaries. Make some boundaries, and you know yeah. what? Get a place where you can bring home those chicks from your line dancing parties on days that don't precede days that you pilot a plane Mm. please for the love of god i just remembered like looking at my notes here that he also like got in touch with hannah brown okay between well yeah hannah ann says not only were you not okay with the how the the Maddie thing was there, yes, mm-hmm. but you also had to reconnect and get closure from Hannah Brown before you could move forward with me. Yeah. So basically, I was your third choice. Yeah. God. She told him that was a red flag. Yeah. That if you want a woman, you need to become a real man. Yeah. I was like, oh 
burn. I wonder why Hannah didn't want to work it out with him. I mean, good for Hannah Brown. Yeah. I don't know. She came out of her season, like, in a good place. Yeah. And I feel... I mean, whatever. Like, people make mistakes, but this is one of those things where maybe Peter needs to, like, meditate on this for another... At least another season of the show before he tries to get back in and pretend... Yeah. You know, because, like, Bukowski... Like, he wasn't ready to come back for Paradise last year. Oh, yeah. Who did he get with before? He had had just been on, four or five iterations of the show. And, like, the idea that, like, oh, you can just keep coming back into it. Like, I don't know. Maybe people need to step away. take a break. Like, the the idea of finding love is going to lose all meaning to you if you're just (laughs) doing it on camera Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think Hannah Brown's just in a much better spot than Pete is. Yeah. I mean, fuck. He was saying that he was conflicted. Like he's apparently still upset about Hannah and Maddie three months later. Like, yeah. Maybe the dude just has a longer expiration date for like breakups. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he needs a couple months to get over the two weeks of dating that he did. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. So while well, we were, I guess we wrote. I got a Maddie. lot of yeahs in there. Sorry. No. it's... <laughs> It was just such a non-ending. Such just, a non-ending. It's just like a bunch of stuff happened and like none of it was satisfying. And Peter didn't even know. Why was Kelly in the audience, you think? Kelly was in the audience. Uh, I feel like... Okay, so here's my speculation. Mm-hmm. Is that she knew Peter was an idiot fuckboy who was indecisive and didn't know what he wants and isn't a grown-up person. And I think she was like... I'm going to come watch this. <laughs> you know? I like that. <laughs> That's I, how that seemed. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Like, they that. didn't even invite her. She just bought a ticket because yeah. she knew he was going to get plowed. Like, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Let's go with that. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Thanks. All right. So, Uncle Chris, presumably, you know, d- delivering messages to Maddie, like a BFF in high school. Like, did you hear? Yeah. Peter and Hannah are broken up. He, he's like, so, Romeo, I was at the Capulets, and uh, <laughs> let me tell you, they don't want you guys to get together. And then Peter goes, I'll sacrifice my two best friends. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, then Jack ended up dying, his brother. That's how that would go. His brother would die. Peter's brother. Yeah. Okay. You know, I was trying to picture Romeo and Juliet, and I can only do, like, the Baz Luhrmann version. And then when you said Jack, I was thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic. In Titanic, yeah. And my brain just... Bunch of leaps there. Just melted. I, mm-hmm. I'm so bad at improv. You know, it's it, it's it, it, it's akin to uh, Leonardo DiCaprio getting shot in the pool. What's that from, Wade? Once upon a time in... No. Getting shot in the pool. You know, Robert Redford did the same thing. Jeez. Now I'm like thinking of Catch Me If You Can because of the pilot. Oh my god. My brain is like, <laughs> uh, The Great Gatsby. I'm misfiring yeah. right now. Great Gatsby got shot in the pool? Yeah, he dies in the pool. He dies? Yeah. I've like read the book what and the seen fuck? the movie and this is... <laughs> you don't know that scene Robert Redford in the yellow shirt just like... Mm-mm. Floating? No, it's great. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't get what he wants. It's I thought, awesome. I thought he just like... Down re- with the top. Retired disgracefully. <laughs> but he was like working class. He was just a faker. He was a poser. Right? That was his thing. Like he befriended a rich guy in the war and then... Oh, yeah. Assumed his identity. Yeah. But he got to live that rich life. Yeah. And have the money. Real fire fest. Uh, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Oh, sorry about that. Bail, That's bail, bail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so him and Maddie presumably are going to give it a go. Yep, and then we get to listen to Barb just... Humiliate and be rude to <sighs> yeah. not only Maddie, but her own fucking son on yeah. national television, and I think it's rude and uncool. Um, I will say, though, they're right. They are right. Sure. 
And that's respectable that the family's yeah. like, look, man, I really don't think she's right for you. But that that's at home stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not on TV stuff. Like, his mom was clout chasing. And what about Barb Vision? The little picture in picture of her. So annoying. Like, during the whole episode. So annoying. It's like... I, I bet they, like, edited that in after the fact. Where Probably. they're like, whoa, Barb really went off. Like, yeah. let's hinge the whole last episode on how crazy she was acting. Yeah, they're like, Kenny, just keep the camera on her. We know she's going to do stuff. Yeah. And, like, I saw someone posit that, like, that was the reveal. Yeah. Like, Colton jumping the fence. Like, this season it was Peter's mom turning out to be Not nuts. cool. Yeah, not not cool. <laughs> At all. That's, um, that's the way to put it. Yeah, uh, I thought it was super annoying. I don't. I here are my takeaways. Good for Hannah Ann. I'm impressed. Yeah, dodged I, a bullet. She looks great. Yeah, and I'm impressed with her uh, cognizance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she saw exactly what it was. Yes, and kind of every, every criticism we had for Peter this season, like she, she concisely nailed. and confidently like pinned on him. Yeah, and I was like, I think we were all like, Yay! Yeah, yay, Hannah. All for <laughs> Hannah. Um, and then, you know, whatever, we'll let Peter and Hannah and Peter and Maddie try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't appreciate Barb at all, mm-hmm. despite being right. Um, that's not the, the, this isn't the forum. This isn't the theater that you should be doing this in yeah. Furthermore, like you're not a star. And also Peter's mm-hmm. not a star either, but it was his show. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, stay in your lane a little bit. And what was she banking on? Like anti Maddie sentiment that like, oh well she made an ultimatum. She just wants fervor from the so, from the people to to, you know, make it so that it goes the other way because she knows her son is fragile and wants people to like him. Like that's weird. And that's also fucking dubious. Mm. Wow. And ultimately I think Maddie and Hannah came looking better than Peter. One hundred percent. Like even you know, whatever, like Maddie like doesn't look great, but the audience clearly she's got a lot of support just yeah. for sticking to it and like keeping her dignity. Yes. Like ultimately these two women kind of stood by their convictions until they realized like, no, like I can't do it with Peter. I'm going to be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. I don't feel it. Which and is fair. Peter, and, and, then, yeah. and for Peter to just kind of cry and be like, Oh no, but, but I do feel it, but I'm struggling, but I feel it with both of you. And it's like that, like he lost. Yeah. He came out looking worse than anyone. And then yeah. with his mom stacked on top of it, it's like, oh, this poor guy. Yeah. He got piled on. Yeah. But he did deserve it. But like, could you imagine your mom, like for an audience saying like, everyone knows you're, you're going to fail. So, no one believes in you or that this is going to work. Like, Hey, that's a, that's a surefire way to get him to do the exact opposite. Exactly. Mom. Exactly. <laughs> like if you were parenting teenagers, you know, you don't go like, don't you go near that girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like no alone time with her, you know, that's it. Could, and cause you're too young to be alone with a girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you go, I need to go see what this is about. Yeah. And I'm going to do everything within my power to go see what it's in, what, what that's about. Yeah. My parents hated it. It must be awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's like, good job, Barb. You just pushed them together. Mm-hmm. If, if it was me and she said, it'll never work. I would go to the ends of the earth to make it fucking work. Yeah. Just to prove her wrong. Cause that was rude. You know, that wasn't just like at home mm-hmm. saying, honey, look, this will never work. And you know that, right? Even at home. Yeah. Like, but it, I told all my friends about it and they think you're going to fail too. Like that's well, yeah. so fucking mean. Yeah, exactly. And it's your mom. I mean, I'm just saying if it was just that though, of yeah. like, Hey honey, come on, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. This, you know, you guys aren't compatible, right? There's no cameras here. This can't last. Yeah. You know, but instead, like you said, I told everyone, you and I both know mutually about this, mm-hmm. even your friends, and they don't think it's going to last. Mm-hmm. And Peter's like, I won't need friends in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> God will be my friend. Oh, it's. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, me too. It was bad. Yeah, it the, sucked. The, like, the last episodes are always so unsatisfying, though, anyway. Not Ari's, though. Well, that was like the first... That was the most salacious piece of shit I've ever watched. And it didn't feel quite as producer-created. No, you and I were watching... uh, That was your first one. We were watching it together and mouth agape, just jaw-dropping. Yeah. 
Like, oh my god. And then we got to experience that together, which is crazy. Yeah. And I've never watched a prolonged breakup conversation between no. two people, like, with both of their perspectives. Both perspectives. I've, I've participated in one as a young yeah. man, but, yeah. like... I've never been on the other side of it. Yeah. It felt, like, really weird and voyeuristic and great television. I couldn't look away. As much of a disaster as it was. Yeah. but uh, Great. It's great stuff. But yeah, at this point, I'm kind of numb to it. Sure. Like with the, it wasn't as fun with Colton. It was even less fun here with Peter. And yeah, it's like, oh, I guess I kind of like miss having a Tammy or McKenna around to gossip about. Like, yeah. by the time we wind <laughs> it down to you know the final rows, it's just it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. It's all just gonna be like this from now on, I guess. You're right. And Claire season should be fun. Yeah, you know what though, uh, she's not Tasha. Oh my God, you're right. Mm-hmm. Think, she isn't Tasha. Think about it. Wow, now that you say that, I'm like, <gasps> can it be good? It's not Tasha. It could have been better. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be fine. It'll be good if they get like 40 year old men. I hope they. <laughs> At the rate this show is going, I mean, yeah, I would love it if it was late 30s, 40 year old men, but like, I hope even they're fucking crazy. I think they're going to be. That it's not just 23-year-olds that are, like, mm -hmm. weird influencers. Like, I want to see grown-ass man-children. Mm -hmm. And maybe some, like, extreme Christians or virgins or, like, mm -hmm. pornographers. Just, like, yeah. give, give me... I want to see some shit. I want wild cards. I want to see some bad <laughs> shit from old people that mm -hmm. make me go, it's all fine. How about a convict? <laughs> Have we had a convict on this show before? Justice for convicts I on really the Bachelor want, franchise. I really want more representation. <sighs> more representation. Tasha. Oh, she'll we be in paradise. Yeah, I really she'll hope. Be in paradise. Yeah, we miss you. <laughs> God, I hope she's listening. ABC, if you're listening, tell Tasha we miss her. Yeah, Tasha, if you're listening, you should have been the Bachelorette. And speaking of listening, are we going to be listening to our hearts in a couple weeks? I'm 100% going to be listening to my heart. All right. I can't wait. <laughs> Dude, did you watch the preview? No, I haven't sat through a whole commercial for it. Oh, my God, dude. It's great. I'll tell you right now, the black kid is going to get his heart shattered, and I can't wait to watch it. Does he seem real innocent and sensitive? Yeah. Oh, oh it's going to be awesome. I, he's it, Based on what I've seen, he is not going to see it coming, and it's going to break him. Can he sing? Unclear. Okay. I'm sure he can. Um, no, there's so many uh, man and woman tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, they hooked me with the tagline of like, is this going to be the most beautiful duet ever? Or are they going to be a solo act? And I was like, yeah, all right, sure, dude. I need to know what the fuck's going on with this. Yeah. Plus Jason Mraz is going to be on it. You know, oh, you love Jason Mraz. Yeah. I don't yeah. worry my life away. <laughs> What? It's a shame that Jed had to be on uh, last season, you know. This would have been the imagine? more appropriate yeah. entry yeah. for him. He's so. probably, he, they probably did it on purpose. Yeah. It'd be nice if Waboom came back. Waboom is a good dude. All right. He's a good man. <laughs> well, here we are at the end of another season of I Love That. And we'll see you soon. Probably in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some Juan Pablo check-ins if you feel like watching it. Sure. Maybe Thanks not. For, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye.